welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. beautiful, amazing, courageous, bold, fabulous being you. Welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk about an amazing new approach to life and work that has basically been revolutionizing mine throughout this year and one that I think is so needed in our evolving society today. And that is the idea of choosing work or choosing to do your work in a way that can heal you as you heal the world and heal others. I really believe that half of why we're here is to find our calling, to find what feels good, to harness our joy. But the other half of it is a lot of getting past limiting beliefs and blocks and shadows that are holding us back from growing towards our greater potential. A lot of times when I work with people, they do secretly already know what they want to do to pursue their calling, but they have an inner voice or maybe many outer voices meshed in with their inner voice telling them in their head that they can't do it or they shouldn't do it because it's not practical or they're not going to be good enough or blah, blah, blah. A lot of my job as an astrologer is pulling up the astrology chart and saying, see, you really are meant to do this and giving people permission to drown out the rest of the noise and just go for it. If your work isn't healing for you or it's not allowing you to be around the kind of people who inspire you, then you need to know that it is possible for the work you get paid for to also pay you spiritually, mentally, emotionally, even physically. And it's all in the way you set it up. Back in February of this year, 2021, I was feeling really overwhelmed by everything I was doing. Feeling like I had a really big responsibility to help a lot of people find their calling. And it's what I love to do, right? But I was just feeling kind of stressed by it in terms of how I was doing it. I was offering a million different things, writing a book, trying to plan out more and more and more ways I could be of service. And it got to the point where I was really exhausting myself and even kind of sacrificing myself for what I saw as the greater good, which is a past life pattern of mine for sure. So back in February, I took a step back and I randomly took two weeks off because I felt this strong inner pull to get back in tune with what I could do to feel more balanced in my work. Because it's nobody's fault but my own that I was like so stressed, right? (laughs) I went within, I did a lot of yoga, I did a lot of meditation, and I went to a private crystal sound bowl healing here on Oahu with one of my friends, Noelani, who is an amazingly beautiful goddess and healer. 
She was featured in episode 51 on activating your voice, in case that name sounds a little bit familiar. And in the session, she played crystal singing bowls going through each of the chakras using crystals on my body. And then as I'm exhaling, I'm actually letting go of sounds. And at a certain point in the session, my body was like vibrating. And I was getting all of these very strong visuals on how I can come into greater alignment with my work again. And I realized that was by using my work as a way to heal myself while I healed others. Mic drop. (laughs) This is a conversation I've been having with a lot of my clients as well this year of not just selflessly doing the work the world needs, because the world needs a lot, let's face it, but remembering and realizing that the true work you're here to do is to work through your shadows, your limiting beliefs, And it's by working through our own individual pain, wounds, and traumas that we also help the world collectively to work through those things. So it's absolutely not selfish at all. And so if that's why we're really here, in addition to, of course, finding your bliss, following what feels good, enjoying this gorgeous earth we find ourselves on, and forming meaningful relationships with the beautiful people who are here, what if you could get paid to do your soul work as well? One of the most popular examples of this would be choosing to become an expert at the solution to your own problems. This is something that naturally happens all the time, right? People who have health issues, they often wanna help other people with their health issues. People who have very strong limiting beliefs, they also want to help people overcome those limiting beliefs. Whatever is truly important to your soul is something that you could be the most powerful person at helping others with that thing because you know what it feels like to have that problem, to be in the darkness of it, whether you're a healer or not. Like for me, I started Soul Shine Astrology because I was completely lost in my career. I felt like I was cut off from the universe, cut off from my true self. And astrology was helping me come back into alignment with that so that I could create a career I loved, which helped unlock many other doors for me to step out of my own darkness into who I really was and cast off who I wasn't. Nowadays, I still just want to help people feel good about what they're doing for a living and how they're making a difference in others' lives, but I am realizing that I get to do it in a way that makes me feel good too. Duh, I know, it seems really obvious, but when there's past life trauma in the mix, it can be hard to separate what's really important sometimes. You know, when you do Reiki, you get to channel the energy through yourself before you give it to others. Maybe yoga saved your life, so you want to help other people get in tune with their breath and their body. Maybe animals have helped you accept yourself more and feel calmer and more in tune with nature. And so you want to help people forge that connection with animals so that you can be around them more too. 
You know, we all have such beautiful, unique callings that we feel led towards. What if you could use what lifts you up and makes you feel amazing, what helps you let go of the past traumas and fears and blocks and limiting beliefs, and this is what you could spend your life doing, not only for others, but for yourself as well. Another example of doing the work that heals you involves purposely calling in the type of people you can work with who are actually going to inspire you. What kind of people could you work with where they would super, super inspire you? Where you're not just showing up and you're kind of going through the motions like, yeah, 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 this is how I do this. This is what's going to happen. But you're actually like learning something from the people you choose to work with. That's why I do career astrology and not just like any other kind of astrology because I love working with the type of people who are driven to step up and make a difference and be wholly themselves in everything they do, including their work. And yes, I do tend to help with other areas of their lives too, but it's all so that they can make a bigger difference and a bigger impact in the way that sets their heart on fire because that's what this world needs. They want to live in deeper alignment with their calling. They know there's so much more to this universe than what's being shown in our everyday reality. And they know spirituality matters and it works. Those are the people who inspire me so much. So even though they're coming to get my guidance and for me to channel and translate their astrology chart, I get so much from that exchange and I learn so much from our conversations. So yes, we do live in a time when more and more people, I like to call them muggles, non-magic folk, are wanting to get into things like astrology and mystical arts and, you know, energy work, energy healing, sound healing, all these different types of things. You might want to ask yourself, do you like introducing new people to what you do and having to explain things over and over? Or would you rather work with people who are a little bit further along? It's going to be different for each of us. You know, who's going to inspire you? Who's going to heal you through the exchanges you have with them? Who's going to uplift you? And then speaking to that person in your marketing and on your website and in your social media posts, you're allowed to choose who your audience is and who you choose to help and spend your time and precious energy with. So if you're already in business and you're noticing there are people coming to you and they're draining you and you're like, oh, I got to repeat this to this person for the 50th time. And it's almost like your spirit is already far beyond that lesson. Tune into that. Pay attention to that. Notice that because you can get paid to learn about the things and people you're fascinated by. You can get paid to study the subjects that you want to learn. You can get paid to become an expert at the thing you need help with the most in your lifetime. Now, of course, I'm not saying to pretend you have it all together when you're helping people with these things. I'm saying as you figure out what works for you, you get paid to share that with people and to continue that work with others you interact with day to day. Another way that you can let your work heal you is by creating a business plan and model that gives you the time and space you need outside of work. 
I see this all the time with new moms. They want to be home with their children. Or what if you want more time to meditate? What if you got more time to be a yogini? What if you want more time to grow your own garden and things like that? Or to explore other interests that soothe your soul? Like whatever you want to do, putting those personal goals first and then building a business model around that is so, so smart. Because when you are taking that time to work on your own energy, automatically anything you end up doing in your business ends up becoming 10 times more effective 10 times more resonant with your audience because you've given yourself what you need to show up as your best so that when you are coming to work, you're coming to work inspired, filled up, and ready to give and share. That's something that I've been working on this year as well, creating the Cosmic Calling community. And initially, this was born out of the realization that I personally cannot physically help each person individually. It's just not energetically sustainable. And yet, astrology is so personal to each person. And so I was thinking, how can I help the most amount of people in a way that's really fun and creative and fulfilling and allows me to really connect with more people on a deeper level? That would be very easy for me to do and allow me to harness all of the things I'm the best at in one place where I can focus all of my love juices. (laughs) That sounds gross, (laughs) but you know what I mean. And it's taken a lot of work, a ton of dismantling. I can't get past the love juice thing. (laughs) It's taken a lot of work and it's taken a lot of dismantling of limiting beliefs and past offerings, which I'm still continuing to do little by little. I just started the community back in January, but it was really different then. And now it's September when I'm recording this, and it's taken a really long time for me to pull it all together and get clear on what I wanted to turn it into. I really didn't even know what I was creating at first. I just had to dive in and do it with this inspiration that it would free up more of my time and energy and allow me to give the best of the best of what I do to more people. And now I'm finally at the point where everything is exactly how I want it to be. And I'm so happy I followed my inner voice that I didn't need to do so much to make a big impact. And people are absolutely loving it. Plus, it makes me so happy to check in and answer questions from everyone every day. Now I'm getting the benefits of the work that I've put in, in terms of more freedom to read books and learn and take classes and just like enjoy life more outside of my day-to-day workflow. By giving myself that time and space to take care of myself, when I do show up to teach a class or make a social media post or write a newsletter, it's divinely inspired. And honestly, my friends, I feel like that's the secret to business. It's not about the hustle and the strategy. Yes, that stuff works and it's important, but none of it's going to work as effectively as when you are tuning into the energy of the overall mission of why you're doing what you're doing and feeling very connected to that, which you can't do unless you're very connected to yourself. What are you needing to learn? What are you wanting to experience and feel? And how can you allow yourself to do that through the way you set up your work for yourself? 
So not overscheduling yourself, not creating a business plan that's going to be way more convenient for your clients or customers than it is for you. Like I remember in the beginning of all of this, I would work any day of the week just because I wanted to have time open where people could book in that would be convenient for them. But now I have only two days of the week that I do sessions and the rest of the week I'm fueling myself up so that when I do come to those sessions, you're going to get the best of me. You're going to get the best insights, the most restful version of me. And sometimes that might mean you need to charge more money to be able to offer that to people. So I feel like so much of it is about prioritizing. What do you want to experience in your life? And maybe you need to create a rather unconventional business plan to support that. A really big realization I've been having this year is that I'm not like everybody else. I'm very sensitive. I had my first spiritual awakening back in 2016 during a near-death experience where I found out that I'm actually pretty psychic. And honestly, I never expected I'd have another one after that. I thought it was just kind of like, bam, there you go. But this year, for some reason, I've had two more without the near-death experience, luckily. It's very hard to explain what they're like, but it's kind of like getting abducted by your spirit guides and angels and having them show you all these movies in your mind's eye pretty much 24-7, even in your dreams in my case. And through these activations, I've learned so many fascinating things about the nature of evolution and how astrology helps us evolve about my past lives and about what I'm really here to do on a higher level, my true secret mission. Sometimes these activations will last for days and I end up being really cut off from the modern physical world. It's been very destabilizing and very ungrounding for me at times and I've had to learn how to care for myself very differently. I've started to realize that my psychic gifts aren't just going to go away. They are here to stay. In fact, they only seem to be strengthening. And I need a different type of nourishment from myself than I did in the past. I'm not trying to work and work and work as hard as I can to make the biggest difference I can. I'm more focused on quality instead of quantity or speed. And I need a lot of alone time, a lot of freedom and flow to follow these voices that drop into my mind, calling me to explore more behind the veil. Because often they have very good things to say, very important things to say, way more important than my silly to-do list. And that's why I needed to create something that would be more flexible and where I could create only when I feel inspired to and rest when I'm not so that I can be. Okay, so we talked about how you could consider creating a business where you're literally getting paid to become an expert at the solution to your own lifelong problems. We talked about how you can get paid to do work that soothes your soul and lifts up your spirit and works with your own needs. Like if you wish you had more time to make art, what if you got paid to make art or to help other people make it? If you could use more quiet time and sacred ceremony, what if you created those sacred ceremonies for others so that you could get paid to be in them with them? What if all you can think about is how the state of the world is depressing you 
So you made your work center around organizing large-scale charity projects so you could get paid to fix those problems. We also talked about how you can choose the kind of people you want to work with based on who's going to inspire you. Not just who you can inspire, but showing up to work, you're almost pinching yourself. Like, I get to work with this super cool person? Doesn't that really motivate you to want to do your best work? And we also talked about how you can create your own business plan and your own business model around what will give you the time and space you need outside of work to do your own soul work, even if the actual work you do day to day isn't actually like spiritual or healing in nature, right? Okay, so let's get into how just simply running a business in general can help you heal and work through your limiting beliefs. I know not everyone listening to the show runs a business, but you can also kind of put these into the context of like when you want to up level in your career or seek a better position or a promotion or just reaching for something that's at a higher level than where you're currently at. So one way that running a business can heal you is through working through the fear of scarcity, the fear of the universe not providing for you. I think that's like the first thing that tends to come up for people when they want to start a business is like, how am I going to make money? Like, how am I going to recreate this paycheck that I've been getting? Or, you know, how am I going to make enough to pay taxes and health insurance and all the bills? Because suddenly it's on you to provide for yourself. But secretly, it isn't. It's actually the universe that is providing for you and the universe is super abundant. So if you have a fear of scarcity, starting a business is a really good way to work through that. Because I think we've all seen the energy that some business owners will put out when they're kind of desperate. They're not really getting a lot of bookings and they put out this energy of like, please book in with me. Oh my gosh, please, I need you to buy this. I'll discount it, I'll do this. (laughs) And it turns you off. And so it's by taking a step back, noticing that you're trying to hustle and control things and beg and remembering the universe is always going to provide for you when you're in this mindset of wanting to give and share. The universe is going to help you do that, right? Because that's what we're here to do. Find and develop our gifts and share them. Often I find when we're not making enough money through our work, it's the universe asking us to step up and give more, to share more of ourselves. So that's one thing that running a business can help you work through in terms of your own spiritual healing is trusting in your ability to tap into abundance by slowing down and tuning in instead of working harder and faster and longer. Another thing is that lack of trust that you might have in yourself of feeling like you're enough. When we're crafting our offerings and deciding what we want to sell and how much we want to price it for, inevitably, there's going to be this issue around thinking, is this enough? Are people going to feel like they're getting enough from me? Or am I enough to be the kind of person who could provide this? 
And often the realization that like, yes, I am enough, it comes from doing the work a lot, like getting hired a lot and then having the clients or customers literally tell you, oh my gosh, that was life changing. You helped me so much. And sometimes that takes like 10 of those before you're like, okay, yeah, I think I have something valuable here that I'm doing. It's funny how that works. So it's almost like you need to believe you're enough, just enough so that you'll actually offer the thing, even if deep down you don't really believe it yet, so that the universe can then provide you with the proof that you are. Self-worth is such a major issue that running a business can help you work through. I'm sure many of you have seen this for yourself as well. When you're constantly discounting things and you're not charging a lot, people don't tend to value you as much. Like when I was offering free astrology readings when I first started out, people might not even show up to the call. And at that time in my career, I was spending a lot of time preparing for sessions because I just started. But nowadays at my current rate, nobody's going to miss that session. And not only that, but whatever advice and guidance I'm giving, they're probably going to take action on it. And that's because it's actually doing someone a service by charging a decent amount of money that you know you actually need to make to make it viable for you. It makes it a higher priority on their to-do list as well. Like, okay, they paid all the money, so they're going to take your advice, which is probably going to be in their best interest anyway. Yet another way that running a business can help heal you is through the necessity of needing to be visible and needing to be seen for your creative, self-expressive gifts. So I didn't go into this business wanting to become well-known or wanting to have a super popular podcast or having people know my name on the street. Like none of that stuff was anything I ever wanted. I'm not saying that I am like super famous or anything like that, (laughs) but I'm just saying I really didn't want that and I still don't. But part of running a business is being seen so that people can find you so that you can help them, right? And so it actually teaches you to get out of your own way, to let go of some of that self-criticism or censor it so that you can be this channel for the universe to run through you. And that way, doing my work and marketing and all the strategies that I do to try to get in front of more people has actually helped me learn to accept myself more so much, like nothing else I've ever done in my life, really. Oh my goodness. I remember when I first recorded the very first episode of this podcast, I re-recorded it like seven times. I hated my voice. Every video I put up on YouTube, I used to do monthly forecasts on YouTube. I deleted them all because they were terrible. Each time I did it, I was like, this is so bad. Oh my gosh. But the information I wanted to share felt so important. And so I kind of like had to become a character of myself just to get through it, just to get this out. And of course, five years in now, I don't worry about coming on to a Zoom call. Sometimes I do kind of worry about recording a podcast just because it might be a truth that I'm still working on accepting that I'm going through. But that is such a beautiful way that business can heal us. You know, I went from being so painfully shy, not wanting to talk on the phone, not wanting to do video calls, to basically not giving a damn. 
You know, even if I make a mistake on a call or I mess something up or I don't seem as professional as I want to seem, obviously I'm always going to be trying to do my best, but I know that that's actually a gift to my audience because it shows them that they don't need to be perfect, that they can be the real them and still be valued. And I think that's such a beautiful lesson that comes out of running a business that you might not get if you're working a job kind of behind the scenes. But, you know, even going out for a promotion, they need to know that you're going to be confident in doing the work. They need to know that you're willing to step up and take on more responsibility, which does require you to be seen and allow your creative gifts, your strategy, your mind to be expressed. Okay, so there's two more ways I really quickly want to share on how running a business can help heal you. One of them is the need to have open communication with your audience. Honestly, this is probably like the most important thing, being able to translate the mission that's so important to you in a way that's also going to resonate with your audience is the number one reason why anybody sells anything, my friend. You know, marketing strategies are important, email list building, social media, all these different things. Yes, they're important. Yes, they work. But none of it's going to be effective if you're not tapped in and turned on to the flow of divine inspiration that connects you to that mission. So that's something I've been going through this year. That's been really tough for me, actually, because I'm used to just sharing everything with you. But ever since February, and I had these two back-to-back spiritual awakenings, I've been opening up this whole new layer and evolution of my work that goes very deep. And I've still been integrating it. And I don't want to say struggling with it, but trying to find my way with it in terms of, you know, coming to terms with what's going on in the world, with the shift of energy and consciousness and this global spiritual awakening, among other things. And oh my goodness, it's been so much that I haven't really known how to come on here and share it with you all the time because I'm still kind of like, oh, what's going on for myself? But I noticed when I cut that off, that line of communication around what's going on for me and talking about it and sharing about it, I don't feel as connected to you, to my audience. Sometimes I just want to pretend I'm like quote unquote normal, but in a way I think I kind of am ushering in the new normal and realizing that I'm not here to have all the answers, I'm just here to start the conversation and move it along. So that might be something you notice for yourself as well. If you're not showing up and sharing your heart and who you really are very often, That gorgeous energy that connects us and unifies us, it's not as strong anymore. And without it, people might not be feeling that strong pull to work with you as much either. So being real, being transparent, being authentic and channeling your heart chakra up through your throat chakra is a huge way that running a business can heal you. Especially because a lot of us grew up going to school, being told to be quiet, sit down, shut up, raise your hand. You don't know anything. You know, the authority figures know everything and you're here to learn from them. Using our voice is such an important thing that so many of us need to work on. The last thing I'll mention before I let you go for today is self-discipline. Running a business really requires you to have an enormous amount of self-discipline 
to show up and do the things you say you're going to do, to sit down at your desk consistently and do the work. It's really a requirement for running a successful business to be your own authority, being your own boss and being a good employee for yourself as well. If you care about your mission, if you care about changing the world, then you've got to do the work. And how good does it feel to be working towards and making progress towards something that really matters to you deep down? I definitely believe in following what feels good and following your inspiration and following your heart. I am a generator in human design, so it might come from that a little bit. But there's definitely something to be said for becoming responsible enough to follow through with what you know you need to do to grow your business and get yourself out there. So there are so many different ways that you can use your work in this world to help heal you. As much as we all want to live the beautiful life of our dreams and make the money and have the nice house and, you know, be able to donate a lot of money to charity, the best way we can be of service to the world and to receive our desires is actually working through our blocks, our limiting beliefs, those shadows, the reasons why you feel you can't shine brightly, the ways that you might think you're broken, but you're really not. That's really the juiciness of what we're here to do. So what if you could get paid to work through that? What if you could get paid to work with the people who inspire your own healing? What if you can get paid to become an expert at what you're really here to solve and work through for yourself? At the end of this life, when you cross over into the next realm, that is what you're going to be reflecting on. I'll let you just sort of play with that idea, ruminate on it, think about it for yourself. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on what's coming up for you as you hear this episode. If you'd like to learn more about who you really are and the work you're meant to do, not only to help the world, but also to heal yourself, you can become a member of the Cosmic Calling community to get access to over 15 video lessons upon sign up with new classes added nearly weekly that will allow you to decode your own soul blueprint, learn how to plan and manage your time and energy with astrology, and even plan, brand, and market your business so that you can share your amazing gifts with more people by going to soulshineastrology.com community. I created this membership to not only heal you, but to heal me alongside of you. So if you're ready to gain clarity and confidence around what you were really born to do so you can focus more of your time and attention on what really matters to you, if you want to learn how to sync your schedule with the natural cycles of the cosmos to eliminate burnout and experience more ease and flow each day, you'll have everything you need to harness the power of the cosmos and create the life and career your soul has always dreamed of. Again, you can become a member at soulshineastrology.com slash community. (sighs) I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day, and I hope you can take some time to tune in, check in with yourself, and ask yourself, where are you in need of more healing, and how can you infuse that into your daily life and work, rather than putting it off as something that would be nice to have 
and making it a priority. Love you so much, and I'll talk to you next time. For complete episode show notes and all of the links mentioned throughout this episode, check out soulshineastrology.com slash episode 110. For more information on astrology reports, resources, and classes to help you unlock your cosmic calling and to sign up to receive my weekly and monthly forecasts, check out soulshineastrology.com. You can also follow along elsewhere by searching for Soulshine Astrology on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review for The Cosmic Calling on iTunes. And if you screenshot your review and email it to info at soulshineastrology.com, you'll receive a code to get 10% off a Cosmic Career Blueprint or a custom yearly forecast.